Welcome everyone back to Haven of Horror. I'm Subject. This is the Day Ghost. Today we are we are talking about the Hellboy reboot, which if you have seen Hellboy 2004, you know kind of what this one is about. But basically, Hellboy is a member of the BRPD who fight paranormal monsters. When the Blood Queen, played by Mila Jovovich, is resurrected, it's up to Hellboy to stop him. Uh, quick plot synopsis there. And Austin, tell us about Discount Hellboy. I mean, Hellboy 2019. Yeah, there's nothing discount about this movie. <laughs> Halloween, uh, Halloween, Hellboy 2019 is the most wonderful, beautiful film ever made. Period. <laughs> um, Hellboy 2019 is both a origin story and also adapting a lot of the later stuff in the Hellboy comics. So that's weird. Um, it's a movie that, like, is universally hated, uh, but it is, like, the, the uh, one of the best uh, schlock films I think we've released in, like, the last ten years. Yeah, this movie definitely does not deserve the hate. Uh, feel free to leave us comments on why we're wrong, but we don't care. Um, so this movie starts with Hellboy going down to, is it Mexico? Yes. To find a lost agent and somehow ends up in a luchador ring, uh, fighting a vampire who turns into a giant bat. And if that hasn't sold you on this movie, I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. Uh, don't forget, it's also, they fight each other to a Spanish version of Rocky like a hurricane. Oh, right, right. See, I didn't hear any lyrics, so I just assumed it was an instrumental version. Oh, no. Once they start fighting, if you, like, listen close, <laughs> you can hear it, like, singing in Spanish. That's amazing. I didn't even know there was a Spanish version of Rocky like a hurricane. Uh, so Hellboy this time is obviously played not by Ron Perlman, but David Harbour. Uh, and he's doing a different yet similar take on the character. Because this also isn't just Workman Hellboy. Yeah, because the first one, like the Perlman Del Toro version, <clears throat> they very much put like the boy in Hellboy. While this one is more like angsty teenager Hellboy. <laughs> this is millennial Hellboy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So he's just like, he'll walk around and be like, Ah, oh, Dad! <laughs> Instead of like, eating candy bars. <laughs> Uh, and as you mentioned, this is adapting a lot of later stuff, but it's also an origin. Uh, so Liz and Abe are in it, which is a very strange choice until you realize this is a Marvel movie made by people who don't know how to make a Marvel movie. Uh, but they made something completely different, completely wonderful. No shade at them for that comment, at that, by that comment, but I'm just saying this, this is, we'll get to that stuff. We'll get to this, but we're going to throw everything else in there first. Yeah, no, uh, this is very much trying to build, like, a shared universe out of Hellboy. Which, I mean, to an extent makes sense, just because, like, there were, like, side books and stuff in Hellboy. Like, there was a BPRD book. I think there was an Ape Sapien book. But, like, there is just kind of, like, different stuff. So, like, I don't entirely begrudge it from that. Like, outside of, you know, like most things, it's not, like, handled super well but in places it's also part of what's wonderful about this movie 
like I like when we go, we flash back to you know World War Two and we see Hellboy's origin again, but this time they insert Lobster Johnson in, and he just he just he's like doing these like really weird like one liners like every single like second. He's oh, what and he's wonderful. He's played by Thomas Hayden Church. Yeah, this is the best comic book movie he's ever been in. Bar none, yeah. <laughs> uh so obviously we both enjoy this movie quite quite well but it's obviously not quite as good as the del toro film um yeah, they're they're completely different like the del toro film is a good movie while this is like a fun schlock film that you can like put on with friends and like really just like have a good laugh and enjoy yourself i think I will say, I think the one thing that held this movie back for me, even though I was enjoying a lot of it, is a lot of his supporting cast kind of sucks. Because yeah, you get an um, uh, irritating British girl and Alice, yeah. Cheetah Man. No, um, Alice is the bad girl, remember? No, Alice is the Alice no, is the main girl. I know. The joke is Mila Jovovich played Alice in Resident Evil. Oh, I thought you were talking about <laughs> Batwoman. Because in season one, the main villain is Alice. No. I thought I thought you were you were making a comment about my favorite show. I've never seen that show. But yeah, no, Alice in this movie is quite annoying. Hey, governor, I I oh, can I, make I can puke I up dead people. Them. Yeah, no, she's she's not very good. I don't mind Cheetah Man. Like he's not like amazing, but I don't think he's like annoying or anything. He's, he's not annoying. He's just yeah, he's just kind of there. His character throughout the whole movie is just I'm angry. He's like, like, I'm going to kill little boys. <laughs> and then he doesn't. Yeah, exactly. He learns to let out his cheetah man power. Is he a character from the comics? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, yes, because that is like a big update thing with, so you know, in this movie, he's got like his syringe of the secret of the ooze that he like inserts himself to not become a cheetah. In the comics, it's like more of like a mystical, like kind of like candle type setup, you know, where it's like that kind of old worldy thing. Which um, is fine. Because yes, uh, they initially cast uh, the villain of Deadpool, Ed Screen, is this character, and people were mad because he's uh, like Asian, uh, like British in uh, the comics. So they were like, you know, like you whitewashed this, then they got rid of that guy and they hired uh, Daniel Day Kim. No, it's Daniel Day Lewis. Oh my god, they whitewashed <laughs> it again. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Yeah, and this is... I, I don't want to say typical superhero movie because it's not, but in places it is. Uh, that third act is basically a Marvel movie. Uh, except... Mm-hmm. Better than a Marvel movie because it's got a giant Scottish pig uh, who has one of the best death scenes in any movie I've seen recently. It makes me sad, though. I don't like that he dies. <laughs> He's my favorite character in the movie. He ended up being my favorite, too. Like I, I like what David Harbour is doing with Hellboy, but the material isn't there to back him up, so he just ends up screaming a lot. Uh, yeah, Harbor's kind of working against the material, I think, uh, like to improve it. But I think 
I like him in this movie, but I agree, like, he is definitely being chained down. Um, which is unfortunate. His... I think he'd be pretty cool. Like, I think if you gave him a sequel, you know, it could be really good. Yeah. Um, it's it's really strange that they went the, the route of him wondering if all monsters are bad guys when he's supposed to have been doing this for a while. Yeah, no, that is something that's very confused, I think. Uh, just in the sense that it's like, you know, he was born in the 40s, and it's like, you know, 2019, and he's like... He's, I don't know, like, you can, he doesn't really feel like he's really been through anything. And I, I mean, I guess, to an extent, Del Toro's version kind of has that, maybe. But also, um, like, not really with that, just to the extent that there's also, like, you know, he'll, like, mention, like, these different relics that he got on missions and stuff. Well, the Del Toro one also has the, like, he's been spotted in public before. It's more if he's never faced a world in before. It's the sense I get from that movie. Whereas yeah. this Hellboy has faced the Baba Yaga, this pig, but now he's wondering if monsters are good or evil? Yeah, well, yeah, because this Hellboy is very much like a more seasoned Hellboy, but also isn't in his characterization. Like, it's it's almost like his characterization is going against what, like, the kind of world building uh, that they're going for. That is strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because even they incorporate, you know, almost like the short story aspects of uh, the comics where you'll get, like, just short stories in between, uh, like, the big stories. Not inserted into those big <laughs> stories, but they kind of incorporate that in this movie. Well, this movie is the definition of we're going to stop the big story to tell a little, like, ten minutes. Uh, yeah, and those are what makes like the movie. Flash, flashback. Um, but those flashbacks are the stuff I found myself enjoying most. Like, you get the flashback where he's, like, fighting the baby, which was hysterical. Uh, you get that Baba Yaga scene, which is creepy and, like, well, maybe that's not a flashback. Ah, that's true. But, but that, that Baba Yaga scene like a, made me go, ooh. <laughs> in a good Yeah, no, it just turns into Evil Dead for a scene. And yeah. it's great. Yeah. I would love to I see Sam see... Raimi's help. But... Which is something we should say, too, which is this film definitely is using its R rating. Which I really like about that. Uh, this is... Although, it was a little funny when the first time you hear Professor Brom played by... Uh, what's that guy's name? McShane. Ian McShane, he's just like, fuck. Yeah, because it's, it's the opening narration, and he's like, the dark times, which was very correct because it was fucking dark. <laughs> Something like that. Like, it's just like, <laughs> just like, oh, we're the edgy Hellboy. Yeah, that, that opening is so perfect, too. It's like, you know, they capture this, like, evil witch. And she's like, no weapon can harm me. <gasps> Excalibur! <laughs> they cut her head off. Uh, and I uh, mean, she knows what movie she's in. <laughs> that was the next thing I was going to ask you, because I know Mila Jovovich gets a lot of hate now for those Resident Evil movies, but I liked her quite a bit in this movie. How do you feel about her? 
yeah, when she was cast, I was like, ah, this movie's gonna suck. But I was like, whatever, I'm gonna still, like, hold hold some hope. Then when I saw it, it's like, no, she gets the material she's in. <laughs> I, I've always felt like Mila Jovovich is a decent actress when she's not being directed by her husband. Yeah. Unfortunately, it seems like all she wants to do is her husband's movies. I mean, she's not. And I mean, I don't blame her for not being, like, an amazing actress in this movie, but, like, she gets, like, the kind of schlocky material that she's in, and she she hems it up. And I think it works for something like this in a way that, like, you know, when we get, like, more traditional superhero movies where, like, the villain will ham it up, and it just kind of doesn't, where it feels, like, too over the top. Yeah. It's it's only consistent with whatever it, with the rest of the movie. Yeah, um, no, this film... It's got a giant Scottish pig. <laughs> what the, I don't understand why people hate this movie. Out and he, he rips a man's throat out and he speaks through it. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Do you think part of the reason that people hate this movie is it was mismarketed? Um, I don't because know. I remember when this movie was announced, they said it was going to be like the dark, rated R, you know, Hellboy. And then that first trailer came out, which is when people freaked. And it had like a pop song and "Money Money" uh, by Billy Idol. Mm-hmm. Do you think it was it, that was the problem? It was mismarketed. No, I think it's a mixture of things. I think the trailer didn't help, but I also think uh, people and you know, one thing that has to be said is the first two Del Toro films weren't box office juggernauts. Like those are more so called classics. Um, like they did kind of just well enough to warrant a sequel. I'm actually kind of surprised the first one got a sequel because I it didn't even make a hundred million at the box office. But um, so I think it's just a mix of things. So I think the like hardcore fans for like a Hellboy movie were very bitter that we weren't getting a uh, third Del Toro film. I think you get people who are just kind of like, ah, I don't like reboots. I think you got uh, the trailer that kind of set in the wrong tone. And then I know a lot of people walked into this and they were like, this movie's just like too mean-spirited, which I don't really care about. <laughs> I don't get that. Well, it is a movie, you know... There's a scene where Hellboy's like having a dramatic moment with his dad, and he's like, "Father," and his dad just goes, "Shut up, let me say something." <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess I just thought Why? that was more comedic, yeah. Like it would, yeah. But I think you know some people, and they're more like just kind of sensibilities are like as ah, too mean spirited, but. Oh, that's just like a complaint I've heard. I don't necessarily have that. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, think what you want about the screwing, but it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. You know, no, I walked out of this movie in the theater and I was like, granted, this came out in April 2019, but I was like, this is the most fun I've had in a movie all year. This is also not a super deep movie, so I don't have a whole lot to say. Um, I like it, captures. What I love about horror films, but maybe this is the wrong material to do this kind of tone, do you think? Yeah, I think, cause <laughs> that's another thing I should say, is that 
I don't like. I like all of the Hellboy movies to varying degrees. One thing, the reason I like Hellboy two the most out of them is that Del Toro just kind of drops any pretense that he's adapting Hellboy and he just does his own thing. Because um, I don't think we've ever really gotten Hellboy like comic book Hellboy on film, and I think there's still room for that. Um, but I think like if you're going the horror route, which makes sense. It's more of like a universal, like <clears throat> it's it's kind of that Batman Brave and the Bold thing, right? Where it's you take the universal monsters <clears throat> and you kind of update them to what, as a kid, you thought those movies were in a way, where they're like very grand and big and like atmospheric. I mean, they're still atmospheric, but you, you know what I mean. Just kind of updating it in that way. While this gives it more of like a trashy like b-movie like schlocky like early sam raimi early uh peter jackson kind of vibe yeah yeah, that's that's definitely interesting and i think i think it's odd the stuff they end up just redoing from del toro's version it's really odd that this movie also ends with him becoming like his demon self and that it's young hellboy like but he's old yeah which i mean you know, Hellboy, even in the comics, he, like, ages differently. So even though he's, like, you know, 60 or something, or, like, 80 in the comics, he's more so like that of, like, a 30 or 40-year-old. Even younger uh, in both movies. Well, and I don't mean so much old as in ages, physically ages. It's interesting that when we reboot, the first thing we do is just take it back to the mentality of a young person. No, that's what I mean, yeah. If we ever do this again... I'm wondering if they will try to avoid that. Maybe I could see it just being, you know, one of those things where a movie sets a precedent for a character, and then that's what we do every time we adapt them. Maybe. I hope not. I'd like to see, like, a more traditional Hellboy uh, on film. But we'll see. Who knows what the future uh, has for him. So, this is mostly just for the sake of the video, but which Hellboy one do you prefer? Oh, the Del Toro one, of course. But I, I, I like figured. Them for different, I like them for different reasons. Do you have this thing I do where, because we talked about it a little bit, but this Hellboy looks really weird in some shots that I don't have with Perlman, and I think the makeup is not quite as good in places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, His there's face places where he, looks like, where he looks like comic book Hellboy. And there's, like, other places where it's, like, I think he's probably too made up because it's, like, the prosthetics, like, stick out. And I think he, like, harbors doing what he can to act through the prosthetic. While Perlman, his face isn't as made up. You know what I mean? Like, it's more so he's got, like, everything around him and he's got, like, the horns on his head. But his face itself is just kind of painted red. While uh, the David Harbour version, it's, like, they puff out his cheeks a lot more. Like, the forehead comes out a bit more. Um, I think they do some stuff, like, around, like, his nose and mouth, too. So it's just, like, much more... uh, He's got a lot more crap on his face. Yeah. Well, and see, it's interesting you say that, because I think part of it is his face looks too flat in places. Uh, Oh, okay. Uh, See, yeah, I've always had more so that it, like, sticks out weirdly. That's interesting. the final form they do when he's got the holdings and shit looks awesome. Uh, 
I yeah. think it looks. That's the only thing I think looks better in this version than the twenty to the two thousand four. Two thousand four one is just like he's got fire up here, and his horns extend, but they're not too long. This one he's like full oh, fucking true. demon. Like, oh. like <laughs> yeah. all the way around, like yeah. Yeah, and you get like that scene with his mom and the goat. <laughs> that was very strange. I couldn't believe they did that. <laughs> no, um, like this movie in a nutshell, though, right? Like, there's just like places where, you're like, man, I can't believe they did that. Like, you know, you get the Baba Yaga scene where the, where she's eating like soup, like that's filled with like just like child bits, and like Hellboy turns around and there's like a meat locker of like children hooked up by chains and it's just yeah. like damn also i think it helps with this version when we get to the final demon form flaming swords just always look cool you give him a flaming sword that's instantly gonna look cooler than the del toro version that has no flaming sword <laughs> yeah uh, i can dig it yeah well any any final thoughts on hellboy 2019 I will always be sad that I don't get to see their like really beefy looking Abe in action uh, that they set up at the end of the movie. What do you think their Liz would have been like? I have no idea. <laughs> they probably would have done the romance thing again, though. I would love. I honestly would have loved to see them. This has become one of my new like. I'm really sad this will never get a sequel thing. Which is funny because before we watched, I didn't give a shit about this version of Hellboy. Yeah, no, I want more of this in a world where. Every superhero movie is becoming the same movie. I want more of this, <laughs> where it doesn't all work and it's very insane. But it's like, ah, they put some different stuff. <laughs> yeah, it it was it was refreshing. I don't have quite have that to you, but you do. Um, I'm getting there. Like I'm being more picky about the superhero stuff that I watch. Um, like I, I don't know. I watch stuff for free, you know, when it's streaming, but, like, I don't need to go to the theater to see, like, Shang-Chi or uh, The Eternals. But if they announced the Hellboy 2, I would bother to go th- see that in theaters. <laughs> no, I had so much fun seeing this in the theater. Because uh, my, my description of this movie is that this movie is 100% stupid. Sometimes it's, like, just stupid. Sometimes it's, like, stupid in, like, a really funny way. And sometimes it's stupid in an awesome way. But it's never not stupid. <laughs> so I might be, given, might be giving this a bit of a high score, because this is just based on the one viewing I've had. But I, I'm going to go with the three on a five on this one. Like, it's not a good movie. But it earns that three out of five for just being entertaining and like, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah, what do you I'll think? Give it a, I'll give it a three out of five. Well, that was Hellboy 2019. If you haven't seen this and you like stupid schlock, watch this. It's wonderful. Um, and we will be back next week. Uh, reviews will come out every Monday, as I mentioned in the update videos. If you haven't watched that already. And Austin, as always, it's great talking movies with you for an hour. Yeah. Because we filmed two of these at once. And we will be back next week. Thank you for watching. See ya.